1: Find a location near you at Bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDIC. Oh what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 797. Knocking on the door of 8 Hundo Boys. We'll hit that next week. I do believe. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by James Dean Raider. Ben Funky Askrin. What a weird middle name. Benjamin Funky uh-huh. Askren. I don't know. Your parents knew something know. when they named you Ben.
0: My parents chose it. I don't know what to tell you.
1: Yeah, that's it's like Andrew Spencer Spay, Ben Funky Askren, some iconic middle yep. names there. Uh Absolutely. What, I'm back. Caleb did, in fact, graduate from the fifth grade. Um, What what a glorious time. I tell, you know, I'm lucky in that I had the realization very, very quickly of how fast this thing happens with the kids. And it's insane. And so if you're out there, you got a little two, three-year-old. You gotta cherish it. It's like Billy Madison I'm squeezing the kids. I literally face.
0: just thought you of Billy Madison. I think you stole that shit. previous quote from Billy Madison.
1: I saw that was the first time the words you have to cherish it were ever used. And um, no, no the you. one before that when you said
0: uh, what did you, it was a glorious time. I think that's uh That's from know, Billy Madison? A rock band Well then I feel like the line is something like that. When they um, he graduates the first grade, remember the father's throwing graduation parties after each grade. Oh the yeah. rock and roll band. You know what I'm talking about, right?
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: I think he says, like, oh, what a glorious time. We're at. I gotta go watch it. I could be way off. Man,
1: I remember that movie absolutely blew my mind when I was in, like, seventh grade. I couldn't believe there were, there were things that funny that existed. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa, so my funny. gosh. Uh, I was definitely not allowed to watch that. Was that my shout-out Daniel Snyder? Letting me watch Billy Madison. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, he's also the uh, infamous friend that snuck in to my house when I was staying with him, my parents were gone, and we watched Speed because it was the only radar movie we had in our house. So shout-out to Speed. Deviant CP <laughs> and Daniel Snyder. Um, uh, good old Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves. Right? <laughs> yep, Dennis Hopper. Yep, uh, You know it well. So, yeah, all that Keanu Reeves, it goes away. What is this? <laughs> oh, there it is, Ben. You see what? it? Tyler pulled it in. Dude, I was right? You were right. He said Billy passed third grade. <laughs> yes. Oh, what a glorious day. Oh,
0: I was right. I I was like, dang it, am I saying something like really stupid? I feel like I'm right, but I've,
1: I have guess I watched Billy Madison that many times that I was right. Wow, that's great. I didn't even know I was making... I knew I was making a reference after that, but I know that was a reference. Yeah. But Ben knew. Mm-hmm. No. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, fun times. Fun times there to all your parents. And the parents of older kids, you're like, yeah, I know, it's insane. So yeah, parenting's great. Uh, other stuff, lots of stuff happening. Um, if you don't know, lots JB Six is on the site. Please watch that. It's a film about Jordan Burroughs, his sixth title, and of course, it's not a Jordan Burroughs film without our freaking disastrous FRL with him <laughs> and Kyle Dake, which classic. I for the room classic. Definitely my least favorite part of the entire thing, but other than that, it's, it's awesome. Why why
0: are you so uptight about it, Christian? It was so great.
1: Cause it's bad. It's bad it's what happened was wrong.
0: Wrong you did it then.
1: It's been rectified. Well, what's
0: that was what this movie quote from J D? Don't say it's wrong when it feels so right.
2: I
1: don't know that I one. I don't know. It sounds like a,
0: a I don't know either. A, sounds like a movie quote though.
1: Sounds like a uh a Marvin Gaye song. Hey, I tried to uh,
0: I tried to do another thing yesterday, Christian, when you weren't here. Oh no! I invited Anthony Robles on to, to tell to put Shane in his
1: place about this damn argument that Shane has, and then Shane didn't show up. And then Shane didn't show up. Well, you know, the they Robles like, showed up. They like call. So actually, Ben, it's funny you bring that up because at NCAA's, Shane and uh, Anthony were walking around together. And that was actually the first time I had even met Anthony. I just brought it up straight in front of him. And they, like, kind of well, had a I, Oh, really? I asked
0: Anthony, I said, have you ever heard this thing that Shane talks about where you shouldn't have chose Bob? And he's like, ah, he kind of said it to me once, but not really. I'm like, oh, well, you don't know the half of it then because Shane goes hard on this one. And he's like, okay, I'll tell him. And then yeah. Shane didn't show up.
1: They kind of had a little laugh about it. Um, cause, yeah, because I mentioned it mention it then just to create an uncomfortable situation for everyone but no it was all funny um so yeah that would have been good but it's awesome you 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 had him on and so his his uh quest begins today is it happening right now let's go to youtube i think
0: it's 11 a.m is i think it's 11 a.m his time which should be later our time i believe i thought it was
2: no i thought it was 9 a.m his time which is 11 a.m our time
1: okay well yeah. either way it sounds like it hasn't started yet uh, but wish Anthony yeah. luck, dude.
2: He, Who's he, Christian?
0: He thinks he can do nine thousand pull-ups. Did you hear that's... what he's
1: got? His plan: they're going to do twelve pull-ups a minute for three hours. Twelve pull-ups a minute for three hours. Yes, that's, that's really tough. That's, it's uh, Christian. I couldn't do that for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, I probably couldn't either.
0: That's That'd hard. Be... I mean, uh, ten minutes. It's hundred twenty ten minutes. That's nuts. No way. I absolutely couldn't do it. I, I would have a, I would have a small chance of doing that. Uh, it's, it's absolutely impossible I would get it for 20 minutes. There's no way. Not even possible, not close.
1: Yeah. Well, it's amazing. Um, I think he's, uh, if he thinks he can get 9,000, he's certainly gonna break the record, right? His body would have to completely shut down. Yes. He was worried about his hands specifically. That's what JD said. That was JD's yeah. big concern.
2: He said he gets to wear some special gloves. Yeah. but not super special Guinness has to approve them oh really Guinness approved how yeah. much could gloves help though
1: I think a, lot, a lot I, I remember well, I know I know for like your hand that you know preserving the skin on your hands I just yeah. mean um I just mean like how much could they actually assist well I
0: mean not assist but if your hand if you tear your hands you can't you're gonna quit at some point I remember just one time I did uh someone challenged me This is I was way younger I was like 20. I was in good shape and someone else they were also going to challenge me to a monkey bar thing like how many times you can go back and forth on the monkey bars you know and uh we did it dude I tore my hands tore so bad like I had like the whole almost the whole callus pad right there tore off it was terrible my hand freaking hurt for like a week on that one so stupid
1: yeah Caleb did that same thing on on monkey bars he did like Oh at Ohio in Ohio State's room they have just a giant long one. Yeah, he, yeah, went, yeah. Uh-huh. he went back and forth for like he could do it for a really long time when he was like seven yeah. and then his hands were just like totally destroyed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my hands got destroyed that one. So yeah, and that was I mean that was like a, a two minute thing or three minute thing, you know, I can't imagine for he's gonna be at a damn bar
1: for so freaking long. Yeah. That'll be, it'll be yeah, that'll be a huge challenge. Even with gloves, your hands are still probably gonna be destroyed. Yes. You know, Andy Andy Bernard, he uh, he squirted lotion in the, in the gloves uh, when he was playing golf because um, he had some blisties. So maybe he could take it from a Cornell alum. Ever heard of it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Helps his hands out. But, uh, other cool stuff, Nate Jackson, uh, what, what a weird story for this guy. He's basically, he thought he would maybe have to retire because he tested positive at Pan Am's back in Guatemala last year. And was suspended for months and because he ate contaminated Guatemalan meat, a hamburger and ham uh, thing he had. So he was like literally waiting up till the day before last chance qualifier, before he got cleared. He obviously won last chance and then makes Final X. And then in one of his interviews, he basically alludes to like, yeah, Jaden moved to Michigan. You can kind of read between the lines there why that happened. Which you know the lines that he's asking us to read in between is like they don't want to train together because Jaden would view Nate as a threat. Then oh really? As, Wait, is this a thing? This is a thing. And then yesterday uh, on the Bader show, he went as far to say that he's going to win and that um, he basically okay. believes that was a was a factor in Jaden's decision. The, like once they, they both decided to go ninety-two. Yes, they did. In that event, the Burroughs
0: Taylor event, correct? Mm,
1: correct. And it was what six? Was it was a six zero, six two. I don't re- recall the score, but uh yes, Jaden did
0: win. And I and I feel like it was. I think it wasn't like a a threatening win or a come from behind. I feel like it was kind of a a comfortable Jaden win. And obviously, Jaden is not known for just blowing people's doors off, right? He gets up four or six, and he's he's cool with that.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not saying he's right. I'm saying that's what he said. You know yeah I don't know like, I understand I understand I'm just
0: bringing up other ev- evidence to the contrary
1: yeah yeah um of the of the final X matchups with which have upset potential how would you rank this one and why why do you think that, right. that this is far-fetched well
0: here's what we did yesterday we we talked about the men's freestyle. one we talked about all of them but we talked about the men's freestyle ones and I put them in categories mm-hmm you want to hear our, You want to hear the categories? I hope yes. I remember them. I wish I could see right. them. The categories were uh, at least shoot. likely first. It was Kyle, Jaden, and uh, Jordan were the first three. Okay, the second ones were mm. Kyle Dake, uh, Kyle Dake, and David Taylor. And then the last three were Gilman, um, Fix, and wait, who's the other one? Gilman Fix. There's one more. Jane JL. No, that's and not, uh, we just talked about medalists. Yes, turn oh. medalists. No, there's only seven. There's only seven. Cause, yeah, because 65, 70, and heavyweight do not ever turn medalists. There's only 10. So yeah, that was right. So th- those seven, that was the categories we put them in.
1: Okay. I do you huh. talk about that,
0: Christian. And, and oh. I think of all those cameras, we acknowledge that all of them, even the uh,
1: most likely, is still really unlikely. So you think Nolfe has a better chance of beating Dake than Nate Jackson does of beating Jaden? Yeah. That that doesn't seem to match. Yeah. Why?
0: Because I uh, on which side so do you think Nate Jackson's better for his weight class, or do you think Jaden's worse for his weight class?
1: Uh I don't think I don't either. Think of put those, those things. Terms, but that's I don't think either one of those things. things. I think I think I've seen Nolf versus Dake, and it's just not. But, I just don't see any path there. I see, you know. It's navigable, I think. For for Nate, he's definitely a decided really? underdog, right? I mean, is it impossible to think he could score, score on him? and Jaden,
0: I'll go. I go back and watch your other match. I I don't I I don't remember the exact match, but I remember watching it and not feeling all that close. Is what I remember. Uh, Nijek okay. has been getting a lot better though, because obviously, like you know, when he graduated college, that you would have never thought. It would be you know this close to where it is
1: okay so i got four buckets here that four I just, buckets i just made up there's no Uh-oh. chance some chance slight edge toss-ups let's change uh
0: no chance oh to there's it. no we have no toss-ups in here come on heavy favorite there's are, no are you including our uh so we were only talking about i mean the, for all final x okay we were only talking
1: about the medalist sit-outs is what we were just talking about mm-hmm. well i think uh yeah i'm what what would fall in the category of a toss-up in your mind? Well, I think I think the non-metallist one. So I think... Um, Zane J.O. Zane,
0: Zane J.O. is a toss-up. Um, I don't think Yanni's a toss-up, but I think Evan Henderson has a better chance than a lot of the other guys you mentioned. And then uh, with Zilmer, not a toss-up, but uh, a better chance than the medalist options.
1: Man, I think Yanni's I think a pretty decided favorite over Henderson. Best two out of three yeah um so toss up i say zane jo um i say slight edge category would be uh gilman Vito. i think that's close really you think that's do you think that's like heavy
0: favorite gilman i think i wouldn't put past uh Vito to sneak out a match but to beat him two times in a row i would i would be very surprised yes we just saw him lose to patrick glory like a month ago man
1: i Vito is a different cat in freestyle.
0: I understand he's different, but I mean, we're talking about a guy who won a world title last year.
1: I know that, and I know that. Um, yeah. I'm just saying, if if you're moving things around, I, yeah, I, I just we view we view a lot of things really differently. You think you think Henderson has a better chance than Vito? Hmm.
0: You can't. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yes, because Yanni hasn't competed internationally. So I, I think you're um, – I promise he, I, you. I, I think Yanni I don't know Vito what's in your brain. Or Yanni – go ahead. I don't know what's in your brain here. But I think you're putting um, Yanni – and it was, I love Yanni – and maybe a little higher status than he deserves because Yanni hasn't went and done it at the international level. Gilman won a world title, and he was pretty much seconds away from winning an Olympic title also, right? If you beat Chugaev. He probably wins the Olympic title, and so Gilman has. Gilman was here, and then last year Gilman went to here, right? Mm-hmm. So if like if last year in April you say, uh, "Hey, g- give me a better who's better for the weight class, Yanni or Gilman?" I say Yanni. Yanni, and I don't even think that hard about it. But now Gilman has went and had the international level success, and I don't think there's any way you don't put Gilman up here. It wasn't
1: one tournament; it was multiple tournaments where he went and got it done.
0: that's, yeah, that's why but I think Gilman's I
1: just don't think higher. that's like the thing. It sounds weird, but I just don't think that's the way to look at it. I think it's just totally about the level of competition, right? And sure, Yanni yeah. on the world stage is not close to a medal, is as close to a medal as Gilman is, who has achieved it. It's just yeah. all about who is he wrestling. Sure, but you've been now, the matchup, I mean, also have
0: Anderson. He just beat and no, I don't. I don't think Evan Anderson has a good chance. I'm not saying that, but if we're comparing, Evan Anderson just beat Nick Lee. I mean. Um, you would have said Nick Lee has a pretty good chance against Yanni. Yes.
1: Right? Um, yes. But and it but wasn't the, like Evan's stuff out. But then again, the Nick Lee thing was totally based on Olympic trials, right? And yeah. mm-hmm. I, think, I think more and more, like, backside stuff, it's like, well, mm-hmm. what does it mean? Because yeah. – uh, or at least you at least have to – give that caveat when a match happens on the yep. backside i, I think agree. it's pretty clear that yanni is um separate is, is separated from Nick Lee now and then you know it was it was a very close win for for henderson over over nickley i'm not mm-hmm. trying to totally say he doesn't have a chance but i i just think gilman and Vito will be more i'll say this Gilman and Vito will be more competitive than Yanni versus Henderson. That, they have very that competitive.
2: Is, that is my opinion. Olympic trials finals. One of the matches was Criteria. Yes. But I will say well, since then, uh, Gilman has like gone Super yeah. Saiyan and went to the Olympics, won wait, a medal. But wait, in both
0: matches, guys, hold on. In both matches there, the it was it was competitive for a bit, right? And then I, I had to go back and watch, but I'm pretty sure in the second period, Gilman kind of started pouring it on in both matches.
1: Isn't that what happened? The – definitely in the first one because uh, Vito got a big – I think he got Yeah, And then Gilman and got Gilman hurt.
2: Was... And the second one was just two-to-two, two, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yes. Okay.
2: But Gilman – I can't remember exactly what he hurt, but he hurt something and it was – Maybe, I'm, uh, maybe yeah.
0: I'm underrating Vito because I was – Totally. Um, I th- I really think I lo- that's what's happening. I, well, I love Vito. And then when he lost to Gore the first time, I'm like, okay, um, you know, weight cut, blah, blah, blah. And then he killed him at EIWAs, And I'm like, okay, that's what I was expecting. Right there, and yeah. then when he went and lost him in the semis, I was like, "Wait, maybe, maybe I'm thinking he's way better than he really is. Like he just, you know, he's not off the scale on this one. It's the semifinal. Like maybe
1: that's what it was." Yeah, um, and I do understand he's different in freestyle, of course. Huh. Gilman in the first match pinned Vito, but it was like a, it was like a really close match. He was like down big, and then eventually yeah. pinned him. And then his second yeah. match was 2-2. That's Those were two very competitive okay. matches. Now, Gilman was injured. He jumped level since then. That said, Vito is very much in the arc of his progression improvement. Um, I know we can't overreact to that World Team Trials field dominating that because those are not guys that would probably make it six minutes with Gilman yeah. either. Um, but I just, th- I just think Gilman and Vito are closer than Yanni Henderson. We could... Uh, make a Taser wager to that effect. Taser but wager. That's what we should be calling them. I just wanted to say Taser wager. I don't really. I'm not really interested in engaging in like that kind of a thing. <laughs> Another thing I'll say. JD just looked it up, but in the Nate Jackson Jaden Cox match, it I'm was. I'm
2: watching it right now. It
1: was a one-one. Do yourself
2: Nate, a favor. Don't.
1: Nate was winning one-one with a minute twenty left in the match. So
0: nothing really happens. Uh, I just watch it. Jaden gets a push out in the first. Um Nate's shooting from space and Jaden's stopping all of them. Uh Jaden gets the push out. Nate gets a shot clock point. Then Jaden gets a push out. He gets a takedown and he gets a gut wrench. And it's six to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I mean, Jayden, just watching this match, uh, Nate's gonna have to come up with a different plan because he's kind of just shooting from space over and over again. Um and it's, just, it's he's not really Getting all that close, he hasn't got close to a score yet. Um, so he would have to come up with a different plan. Yeah, it's six-one finished. Um, this match was at two fifteen, and obviously the match will be contested at what two o two or two o three. So that's that's a little bit of a difference. Hmm. I probably would favor in Nate because I would say Jane's just generally a bigger person.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, I. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add on that. I'm I'm kind of You're looking there. at looking over the final X pecking order and how how I see it. Um, yeah. So I think what do you think about the Gwiz Zilmer match? Is that a is that a heavy favorite for for Gwiz? I feel like it. Yeah,
0: I feel I feel like it's going to be close. Like he won't be able to score a lot of points. But I feel as pretty confident he's going to win. Yeah.
2: Zilmer is going to take a shot. Gwiz is going to get a go behind. When three one, something like that, five five one, five two, yeah, six two, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Here's I the ones it. I have in to... the
1: heavy favorites category. Um Oh, let... I thought we were doing buckets. This is buckets. <laughs> the heavy favorite bucket. Um Snyder, more okay. so JB one. Chance, Wiz yep. Zilmer. I have Yanni yep. Henderson in this one, heavy favorite. Whoa, Dayton Gross, Nolf Dake, Dake Nolf. So you're just, you're just throwing them. You got a big old bucket, scooping them all up. <laughs> I just, I just really would be truly, truly surprised yeah. for any of those guys to win two matches. Yes, I um, agree. Taylor Zahid, I have some chance for um, Zahid, and I have some chance for Nate Jackson over Jaden Cox. I'm not ruling it out putting uh, my, i think putting he's my got a better team. chance oh. than, than nate does he's been competing yeah. at a really high level wow would it not be mind-blowing to see david taylor lose to
0: um yeah yes i'm not saying there i'm not saying they're like i'm not saying it's a 40 he's got a 40 chance i'm just saying i think it's uh a bigger chance than nate jackson so if nate jackson's at a uh five to ten percent and then heed's at a fifteen percent then that's obviously mm-hmm. significantly larger
1: do what do you think is the Heed's path to, to to win in that match if he does it what do those matches look like score early
0: from space and then and then withstand the storm yeah I mean he, he's done that before he's really slick from space he's got a handful of good options um uh, yeah I, I could you know he did it obviously he did it to jordan early in that match and then he faded and that's kind of been something that's happened and maybe he's gotten that figure we we, we talk about it, it's kind of interesting because sometimes see, he can put the pace on on people and then sometimes it works to his disadvantage
1: yeah um i have a slight edge for gilman over Vito. that's more about respect for Vito than i mean i think if gilman wins he'll I think he'll win Worlds, right? I think he wins again. Yes. Yes, because Russia's not there.
2: And you know what?
1: Even if they were. He might beat him. He might beat him. He did last year, and um, he was right there with Agoyev. Almost beat him. So I, I think the winner of this wins Worlds.
2: I really think Vito can do it, too. Kozak reminded us in the chat that Gilman did get pinned by Zach Sanders five weeks before making the Olympic that's, team.
1: But that's what we were saying. <laughs>
2: like uh, I'm saying after oh, Olympic wow. trials, he went... Super Saiyan jumped levels. Yes, that's
1: what happened. And I mean, he lost to Seth Gross too, if we recall. He had that crazy grounded gate match where like, he was on his leg a thousand times and they, called, yeah. the gate. <laughs> they called any attack grounded, basically. All of them, yes, that was wild. That was wild. So yeah, he was taking L's and then he navigates the trials you know, narrowly, yeah.
0: I would I, say. Let's
1: go back. I don't think any of us picked him to win trials, right? Nobody was picking Thomas Gilman to win trials. Yeah. Nobody. It was all about Soriano, and then Dayton, and th- no one was picking him. I mean, it was it was literally like as great as he had been at that point. What we had seen the Gross and the Sanders and the, everything leading up to it. It's like ah, probably not going to happen for him. And then he gets it done, and then at the Olympics and then the Worlds, it was an even new Thomas Gilman from there. Yeah. Because the expectation for Thomas going into the Olympics was he's not this dude is not meddling, right? It was like maybe a th- good draw, this thing happens, yep. but it's gonna have to work out. And then we saw his draw and we're like, oh my gosh, not good. Yeah. Um yep. and then he's exactly. been he's been amazing. He's been he's yep. been an absolute revelation. Um, mm-hmm. um and then I have Zane J O as a as a complete toss-up. I really think, Agreed. yes, I, I think that's fifty-fifty. Really have a hard time thinking who's going to be the favorite in, in this match. Jo did win the last meeting, right? Yes, at, at World, World Team, Team Trials. Trials. Very bad match. Very, yes. very little activity from either guy, which is weird. It's always weird, Ben, to see. I mean, these were two of the most prolific scores in NCAA wrestling, and. Um, Especially Zane, Jo, yeah. uh, and I. It was I, good, but he he had some matches that were not so good. Here's what I'd say about Jo. What what you know what we were talking about yesterday, just at, at the office about how dominant he was. You know, he's like the, I think he's the Oklahoma State pins leader, which yeah, you know, probably if I had asked you before the show who it was, we may maybe wouldn't have come up with that name. But when he moved up to 149 unless he was wrestling like a guy way below his level, th- his matches were more calculated. You know, he was a yeah. little more. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's a little bit of, uh, you know, since he's moved up. Now that was like almost 10 years ago now. Um, but it is surprising when you see guys that you know have crazy offense be so cautious against each other. Now, it could be also familiarity. These guys have wrestled how many times, John Kozak? Yeah. I mean, it, they've Well,
0: been... no, but that's, uh, uh I mean, JL matches against the other best guys look the same right whether it's pentelio or even deacon you know he didn't score a lot of points he kind of shut down his offense wasn't hyper aggressive uh so yeah his, his matches against the other best guys looked really similar
1: yeah yeah um someone asking about Jaden struggling with his weight again i don't think so i think the 97 thing was i don't know what it was well i but he didn't actually struggle with i mean to everyone's
0: uh, he made it, it was just a, yeah, it was a blip. Like he, it was like a timing issue. Yeah,
1: timing issue. That said, he still wasn't on weight at the time he thought weigh-ins were starting, right?
0: Yeah, but when you saw as much as, but then Jay, he did. Uh, yeah, yeah, he just sweated like that. And
2: then he lost like two pounds in like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, classic.
1: Um, so yeah, I think Jaden's the favorite there. Um not saying that i don't think he will struggle with the weight if he goes 86 ever which i don't think is ever going to be yes. considered yeah that will be a problem he made it when it was day before and had success i don't know if he ever attempted it day of right no i don't i know i don't think so
0: and that's and day, day of uh and then two day away and it's like yeah it's way way different
1: <laughs> two day scratch could you have done 74 two day scratch, no. 74 kilos? No way.
0: No, no way.
1: How brutal was that cut?
0: It was, I mean, the first couple of times I, I made it and I had, I was, I made it at 3 p.m. the day before and I still felt like crap the next day. Like my body just wasn't recovered, you know? And then really? my body, yeah, then I got smaller and I adjusted and I, it was, it was not as bad and I was feeling really good the next day. But like if you'd asked me to wrestle an hour off the scale, <laughs> I would have been dog
1: crap. Um, and how did you feel at the Olympics? Like when you competed, yeah. you yeah, felt good? Been, yeah. The whole, the whole second.
0: So I was like the second season or portion. Right. So after I get, I get done with college in March and then I competed twice, you know, in the, in the open, the trials, you know, the next day I felt terrible. I, I waited at 3. PM and I still felt terrible the next day. Um, and that, but then the, the, by the time I waited again, I oh, wasn't ever next October or November. I, uh, I had it kind of figured
1: out. Yeah. Someone asked the day how, before at 3 p.m. Oof. Yeah. Brutal. Someone asked why our coverage of 65 for the World Team Trials has been minimal. I don't think it has. I feel like we talked we, about 65 a bunch. We were just talking about Yanni and Henderson. We talked at length yeah. about Nick Lee versus Henderson. We talked at length about Ian. We'll say
2: we didn't talk much about Ian Parker beating Joey McKenna. <laughs> we talked about it, though. We just we said he broke. About it. And then we talked about oh, how... Uh, oh, retroactively. I thought they were talking about pre- you know I mean, we've yeah, talk well, about who would have seen that coming? Yo, it was we all kinda Joey You
0: Kind of skipped seventy-four kilograms on Tuesday. Yeah, which yeah. null killed everyone. So kind of whatever.
2: Well, I I will say, looking at the final X, I don't think it's a homicide like it was at Olympic Trials. I agree. I agree, I agree with that. Hey, did they? you know You're next
0: topping it. Me? Uh, Me? No,
2: Christian's
1: next topping it um i don't know I don't know if I'm next topicing I do think Dake is a decided favorite um I do think Dake is a bigger favorite than Jaden um but yeah, I don't know if I'm next topicing I do feel like that Nolf looked as good as we've seen, and I do realize the field and et cetera but there was something about his attack rate that was really encouraging that reminds you of the kind of the Nolf of old yeah now my- my question uh, what was their? They had a. Did they wrestle? They wrestled on the Nittany Lion card, right? Am I uh, or
0: Cornell? No. What one of two? Yeah, but it, what? You're
1: right. I mean, that was that was ugly. It, it wasn't all that competitive. It was 5-0 on an NLWC card, uh, according to John Kozak, if he is to be believed.
0: Yeah. Which yeah, I think that's, that sounds right. And and uh, didn't really get close to any scores or anything. That's gonna be the thing.
1: How does how does Jason Olff score on Kyle Dake?
0: Yeah. Well, uh. th- I think I mean my thought is that he could just you know hand fight hold position um not put himself in anything precarious uh which is that's tough because Jason always just goes for it and then you know try, try to win a you know a push out or something shot clock something like that or in or forced take to make a mistake which is obviously super rare
1: yeah you know and one thing with with Kyle that is like okay if you're looking for nits to pick Sometimes he looks tired in matches. It doesn't actually materialize into anything tangible in terms of his performance, He's, typically. Yes. You know, like when you seen him just tough
0: enough to wrestle through it? It doesn't. Affect yeah. It.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't see that as a path. I don't know. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be tough because I feel like high attack rate against Kyle Dake is crazy. And then what we saw at the Olympic trials was Kyle went after him and immediately just starched him and teched him. And had the most insane highlight clip of the entire trials in yeah. that moment. So yeah, I, I can see like Kozak it being a little more competitive, and Dake not completely done. Th- also, Dake ultra motivated to like reduce time on the mat because he's going to wrestle Jordan later on, right? Um, that's a Wait. factor too. So oh, you're saying oh god. Um, whereas here he could be more likely to just like hey, why don't I just Wrestle, wrestle two, yes. two hard matches and that's okay too. Yes.
0: hmm
1: Yeah, that'll be, it, I'm, I'm curious for nothing and you know, they're going to have, they're going to try something. I, I bet there will be a game plan that will be like, okay, this is the, this is the path. This is what they're seeing. This is what they're going to try to do against, yeah. uh, Dave. which is always fascinating to see what the Penn State crew comes up with. Cause they're, you know, obviously very good game planners that they, they're. Mm-hmm. Their NCA adjustments that we've seen in matches, are you know, stuff we talk about all yeah. the time, and their ability to avenge previous losses is is impressive. Yeah, oh, che- it was a big chest strap
2: Yeah, it was a big chest trap. They got his
1: four. Dave Nolf was so close on that step out there too. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Hey, mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was gonna be all these thirty third place wrestlebacks. Uh, there's a couple of good ones. Mark Hall. Trent Heidley and Vincenzo Joseph Curse
1: Yeah, I don't know if it was I mean, this was not part of the original Final X plan. Uh so I don't know if they Oh
2: really? It was it just happened? No. Well yeah. these matches weren't like set in they stone. They weren't
1: set, but they still knew that there would be true third matches. I mean there's all yeah. they are yes. they
2: happen every year. It's just different when you have people sitting out to Final X. Yeah. That's what there's a wrench into things.
1: Yeah. Because you can't have you can't have Vincenzo wrestle the two out of three, lose that, and then wrestle um that would be not good. The next thing that would be yeah. disappointing. So those will be some great matches, some really exciting yeah. um true thirds. It'll it'll make for uh, you know, Bader and I'll be on the mic for long hours, but that'll be fun.
0: Bro, that is gonna be a long day for you guys. Oh the New York one. Yeah. That's gonna be 40 matches that is going to be wow because Burroughs, well how are they even gonna do that many damn matches because well, they have the Rudis card on that one. wait how are they gonna i'm just hold on hold Soprano on bit. how do they do this because rudis card was 17 matches and it took almost four hours if you guys are gonna do 40 matches if i do the extrapolation on that
1: that's like 10 hours I think there's a world where the, the show could run a little faster than the rudest event. E,
0: okay, okay, re- reduce it by 20%. <laughs> You're still at
1: eight hours. Yeah, it's going to take forever.
0: It's going to take a really long time. I'm going
1: to have to, listen, I'll be honest, me and Bader are the true Iron Man of Final X. You might be. We you might, might be. be. Will we have to get IVs? It's possible. Possibly, it could yeah, come possibly. to that, but we're yeah. willing to do it. Holy um, crap. It's okay.
0: It'll be. Cause I was already thinking like 30 is a lot. Like those are two long sessions. That's like a, probably a two and a half hour and a two and a half hour or something like that. And then you had mm-hmm. 10 more matches on top of that. Mm hmm.
1: Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's okay. Um. Jacob Car- Catlett says, You think any chance JB loses Final X? He leaves his shoes on the mat. I don't know what is less likely. Jo- At- jo- highly unlikely yeah jo- i don't
2: think he would because i don't think that's in his head right now
1: <laughs> in jordan's mind he's he's training through you know the olympics yeah i think he feels good i mean it's really yeah. it's sort of far-fetched on the chance thing too but you know yeah i think he would be so shocked in the moment because like a lot of times you see the retirements like the people go into the tournaments knowing, like, if this goes the wrong way, which is yeah, a lot of times it happens, like the quarters. Yeah, the which means in their mind they kind of already know it could go that way. Like, I don't think there's any scenario in Jordan Burrow's mind. He's like, man, I could lose the chance. Like, fair yeah. or not, I I just think that's probably what he's thinking. Like, I'm not losing the chance, yeah. Marcel. I'm not losing to anyone. You
0: know what's? You know, be funny that we've never seen. What if we had a rage quit? like someone goes to someone they don't expect you like oh, i hate this i'm oh, freaking and they start ripping their shoes off and they throw them on the mat i'm done
1: throw their shoes away
0: oh. throw, uh, throw them in the garbage not even on the mat throw them in the garbage on the way out
2: oh that would be so funny that would be funny i'm sure I... that just happened that many a youth tournament yeah there's a lot of kids that retire sadly at, at youth tournaments. <laughs> i
0: don't think they take their shoes all the way out. i mean they rage but they don't take their shoes all the way off i don't think
2: yeah Little ragers, they can't get them untied that fast. Well, you've never been to yeah. a Mongolian youth tournament.
0: I've, I have not been
2: there. You're <laughs> right. Man. they Bu- take everything off.
1: Busted! That oh
2: yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: that took me a second too. I thought yeah. you were talking about the um, that, the is Mongolian that the ultimate oil rage lesson. quit. The ultimate rage quit is the coaches completely. They actually have refused him.
2: to quit. They
1: actually, Would not leave the mat. That's a good spin <laughs> zone. That they actually didn't quit. They were too legit to quit possibly (laughs) yeah i thought
0: it was this mongol i thought you're talking about the mongolian wrestling because they wore these like boots and it doesn't appear that they have strings on them so that's Mm. uh that's what i was thinking
1: they may have velcro
0: you think so i'm trying to see i'm looking at it right now trying to see uh yeah it doesn't look like they have like uh strings i don't know how they fasten them to their feet yeah you guys should bring up something. The big mistake was ladies. that they
1: didn't have the tearaway pants at the. At the <laughs> games. That would have been just maximum effect. But then you would have had to really know what was about to go down yeah. to be that predict to be really predicting. Because they had to sit down and like take their shoes off, and it's it's just
2: not as cool or dramatic when it's kind of that long disrobing process. Yes. If there's one wrestling moment you can go back and watch, like you don't know, like the outcome, like you're. Uh, Men in Black, memory wiped, and you get to rewatch it. Where does that stack up? That's that watching that happen in real time was astonishing. It was so, and it was so fun for us because
1: we were all up in this is at the old HQ in what was Chavez? the Sky, Skybox. We were there for like weeks. You know, we were like did the whole week of juniors and cadets, and then the Olympics. We we're just like living in this room basically, and so we're all together, and we we're just like just dying beside ourselves laughing like in total disbelief that this was happening that would be definitely one of the that is definitely one of the more mem- memorable things i've ever watched in my life um that was a very memorable tournament if i could erase my brain from the jordan burroughs godoy uh Godoyev match i would definitely do that and not ever watch it again <laughs> i just recycle that that that
2: moment metcalf caldwell would be up there for me no, I personally, I
1: did not want to see that again.
2: But being you don't a want to see it youth again? at the time, no way. In the state of Iowa, it was astonishing to watch.
1: Um, mm. yeah, yeah, it was, it was crazy being and being in there at the time was like. You guys don't I mean, like, like? I mean,
0: uh, don't you? I think one of the most fun things about wrestling is when you see something that you totally didn't see coming. When it just like hits you, you're like, "Wait, where the freak did that come from?" Like, that's one of the best parts for me. Um, so yeah. that match was like, no one, like, you know, we're we're not giving some of these dudes a chance. Caldwell had less of a chance. No one, no one thought he was in, it was just going to be a bloodbath, is whatever
2: the way he did and it, he... too, with the lefty headlock, yes. and then the celebration and the shove at the end. The whole thing that was it, wild Wow. Yeah.
1: How old were you? 14.
2: Uh, what year was that? 2009, Nine. yeah, yeah, Younger. about yeah. Fourteen, yeah, that would that would definitely. Wait, stick you're
0: 27, there. JD. I thought you were like
2: 25. Yeah, 25. Oh, okay. So, I think I was middle school.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, I mean that was a crazy moment for sure. Definitely one of the craziest things I've seen in person. It was mind blowing. Um. Yeah, I'm wondering what what else I would like to go back in time and watch. I mean, Snyder said was crazy. Helen being yes, Helen's a good one for the team too. Helen being Yoshida. Those were two of the most uh, exuberant celebrations I can recall. At an event I wasn't at. And still, I have these really strong, vivid memories for not being there. Ob- being there for the 2017 Burroughs Day Series is mm-hmm. definitely one of my, you know, most mm, vivid memories at an event. Yeah. Crazy, crazy event. Just yeah, NCAA finals. finals just
0: kind of in general are. Man, even like, I, I just, I love the NCAA so much. Like even the first day this year, I was only there for day one. It was just so awesome with all the matches and all the upsets. And it's like, you know, even going to the tournament, you know, chaos is to the point of like, you things you don't predict, you know, chaos is going to happen in round one and you just like, but you can't see it. It's so bizarre because like mentally, you know, a bunch of weird upsets are going to happen. But then you look at every match, like, nah, I ain't going to do that. No, not that one. Nope, not that one. And then freaking the round starts. And then, like, on the top side of
1: 125, like, everyone's getting killed. And you're like, wait, how is this happening? Yes. It is a weird thing. Um, Tanner Jack says DeSanto beating Spencer in the PIAA Finals as well. No one saw that coming. Yeah, that's for sure. Even though, like, the rumor was out, like, eh, Spencer's knee maybe tore it. Maybe really bad. But even still it was like no one was thinking about it. I remember where I was and I wasn't I didn't watch it because I was at uh my, my buddy was getting married the next day. We were at a, a concert and I just remember like getting all these texts and our and our group chat was blown up. I was like, Oh my gosh, Spencer Lee just lost Austin to Austin DeSanto. This is insane. Yeah. That was nuts. Now they're teammates. Weird. Full circle. Full circle. Speaking of full circle, someone uh one of the questions was could you spend a few minutes analyzing the ups and downs of Chance Marshall's career to this point? And I, so yesterday I kind of like did this before I even saw this, just thinking about what a wild, wild ride it has been for Chance. And, you know, I'm hopeful that the wildness and the ups and downs are – really becomes more of a kiddie coaster than than what it's been from the last basically 10 years. But just to give you the kind of here's my recollection, I kind of have like it sort of sketched out my own little timeline, and there is a lot in here, so I, I hope you find it helpful. But basically I remember hearing about Chance when he was in middle school because he was entering college opens and winning matches, and he became, you know, mythological at that point. He won Pennsylvania States as a freshman at a not lightweight. He ends up being a four-timer. He made a cadet world team and, like, injured his elbow. Um, and if he would have won that, I think he would have had Sagilayev in the cadet world finals, which is it, which would have been, a you know, kind of a cool thing to look back on. And then in his college or his high school career, he ended up having some, some injury stuff that he was dealing with and missed some time. And it was, like, all mm-hmm. a little weird. And... He has the crazy iconic match with uh, Cody Weirchuk, which, like at the time, was one of the biggest matches in, in high school history. And now, it, you know, you look back on it, and the names don't ring out like they were. But you got to remember what what Cody Weirchuk was at the time for Cannon McMillian, and these were the number two, one, and two guys in the country, and they're wrestling in the Powerade Finals. It was insane, and Chance won that one narrowly. I think it was a tiebreaker match, July fourth of uh the summer of chances like going into his senior year I believe he commits to Penn State. I remember he said he wanted to like fireworks. And I remember he told this was him. he uh he told Willie his commitment. So I remember that vividly and then over the course of some months I'm not sh- sure the exact details but um I think Chance was having some like behavior at Penn State that was not congruent with what Kale and company had in mind, and they sort of cooled on him a little bit. And I don't know if that resulted in like a conversation about the scholarship or, hey, you may not be a fit here. But at the end of it, Chance flips to Oklahoma State. And then he ends up going down and wrestling. This is a guy that wrestled at 170 pounds. And he ends up, as a high schooler, he ends up wrestling at 157 At Oklahoma State, got that on that cowboy cut job. (laughs) He was he was lean, and then his one of his most iconic matches, iconic I would say not iconic but memorable matches was at the against Iowa at the uh, grapple the gridiron against Edwin Cooper. He gets up big and absolutely falls off a cliff big time. But he still (laughs) so bad, dude. He still won, but you're like this dude is not a fifty-seven, so. It doesn't end well for him there um, in, in that match, in that season. He ends up getting in trouble at Stillwater, gets kicked off the team for violation of team rules. He leaves, and he ends up um, tweeting, this this was troubling. Um, he he t- tweeted, not a quitter, but I'm done with this sport. It no longer needs me, and I will no longer suffer from it. Um, This was in like 2016, I want to say, 2015, 2016. So that was obviously like disconcerting and sad and just like not how you want to see a career with his potential. end. he ends up making it and committing to Lock Haven. And then soon after, he gets arrested and he's drunk, he's high, he's naked, he beats up some people. He gets arrested. It's a whole thing, very, very bad, and he's kicked off the team. He kicked kicked off Lock Haven. Mm-hmm. Then he gets back on the team in some months later. He's he has, you know, he's on probation, has all this stuff. Gets back on the team. He all Americans twice, placing fourth and third consecutively. Um, we now know because of chances, you know, incredible candor. He's like, I was not clean at that point. I I was faking it. It was there's a charade basically. I was not mm-hmm. on the path. I was drinking, doing drugs, etc., etc. Um he's kind of bounced around a little bit since graduating from Lock Haven, time at Navy, Lehigh Valley. All this time, uh this chances account not on the path, not clean. Gets a an, has another setback eventually Goes to rehab, checks himself, and makes a decision for himself to go into rehab. And now, he says he is, for the first time, basically completely clean and sober. And that leads us to right now, where he just made Final X. He beats Carter Storacci, who a year ago beat him 7-0. He beats David McFadden, um, who beat him. And then he beats uh, Vincenzo Joseph in the best two out of three between two Pennsylvania legends to set the stage against Jordan Burroughs. So, that is the cliff notes of Chance Marsteller. I mean, you you will be hard-pressed to find a more up and down and sad and happy and is he made it, has he not made it type of scenario than this. And um more than anything, more than wrestling success, I just hope for him and for his family he can just he can continue it. I'm certain that he can and I really hope that he does. Yeah. So that was uh, a hell of a monologue, husband. Christian. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 an it's an insane uh, it's an incredible incredible story, and I just want the 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 happy ending for for Chance because um, I mean, and listen, this doesn't even get into we did like a profile of him twenty fifth. This was between the Oklahoma State and Lock Haven time, and after the arrest, this is a uh, and I, I don't want to get the uh, get the quotes wrong so if someone can cover for me while i pull this up um he he had his childhood was not not easy
2: um let me see it it, it really can't be like overstated enough i feel like he was the first mega like youth star in wrestling maybe first uh, Get lost. What about Steve Marco? First, you don't know about Steve Marco? Yeah, but or it Damian couldn't Han
0: or I know, like but like DC
2: you like. couldn't with the the technology at the time was just different where like, people could watch him. It wasn't just stories. It wasn't just this big heavyweight in New Jersey, who's like super mean. You didn't just hear about it. Like you could watch it. You could see him. You could see him beat college guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So you're saying the first one in the era where we could actually watch
2: Yes. Mm. Okay. That's, That's fair. fair. Um, and where you could go viral for cool highlights and yeah, stuff like that. So Chance was, yeah.
1: was you know, abandoned by his father at age five. He literally told him. Um, <laughs> he told him. Man, it's just tough to even read this, honestly. Um, but he said, sorry, bud, I love your mom, not you, as he left. Yeah. Um, it's just you know the guys had a a tough life uh, obviously and you know you have you know that some of that fire in him to make him a great wrestler is is has to stem from from something like that you know um mm-hmm. so yeah Chance Marston, keep it up man rooting for you for sure
2: what okay. next wow. Yeah. Huh? said rooting against Burroughs. Wow. No, I'm rooting for I Chance. Know. I know, I Get know. Get him.
1: Get him. <laughs> oh, gosh.
2: Y'all know what I mean. Chris wants
0: Burroughs to um, lose. <laughs> you all heard it.
2: He wants him to know. leave his shoes on the mat. <laughs> Those are the words yep, that came out of yep. your that mouth. That is wrong. Wrong. <laughs> wrong.
1: What is... Okay. All right, now I'm saying... Uh, I'm scrolling through the doc, and um, I'm, you guys put this in here, wrestling news, quick thoughts from CP on what he missed yesterday. Pat's glory internship is not in the Bahamas.
2: Oh, Did we think yeah. he was in the Bahamas? Yeah, well, there was an okay, article that, was what JD that came reported. out on internet and said he spent time in the Bahamas. Uh, I, I, I just misread. He just, like, went on a trip in the Bahamas or something. And then, it like, it talked about his internship, and I misread, and I thought his internship was in the Bahamas. He works at a uh, at a jet ski company. He rents them out. That's his internship. <laughs> uh, He's he not like some, like, Wall Street um, finance um, internship.
1: In the Bahamas. And maybe in the Caymans. Oh. Look you into it. laundering money. money. Look into it. Look into it. Hey, man. Pat Galore is playing, playing chess, not checkers here. Uh, Taylor Lamont to Wisconsin's interesting.
2: I don't know if you talked about lineup fit, but uh, Barnett. Barnett. Barnett's got a red shirt. Shirting, uh, or Lamont, Lamont going up. Well, we also talked about how he mentioned in his post that he visited with Iowa um, so he, that it would make sense. He wants, the he show wants to show down with Spencer. <laughs> yeah. He wants it. Uh, <laughs>
1: he says, you're going to be a four-timer, but you're forced coming at 33. Because you're not taking the spot from Taylor Lamont. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, in Iowa State was the other one, the other school? Cal Poly. Cal Poly. I, Iowa State and Cal Poly. Okay, got it. Cal Poly. Cal Poly loves transfers. That's tearing a good it Transfers lately. Don Demas, Evan Wick. Yes, indeed. Um,
2: all right. Let's.
1: So we talked about. Speaking
2: of Demas, episode three for Who's Next just came out. So. You got to – Have you watched watch any it. yet,
1: Ben?
0: I've not. Uh, I've not watched any. Episode
2: yet. three involves bull wrestling. And not, not Alex Marinelli. Not Alex
1: Marinelli. He was not available. Um, it was in the middle of his senior season. You uh you should watch. Um, I would I would really just more just be interested in your uh opinion on it. Um All right. I'll check it out. Our wives have been not that you're married, uh J D, um <laughs> but uh the the you know, my wife and uh you know, David you know, we were sure they they're kinda getting into it. So that was kind of the goal, not that it would just be that would be interesting for people that weren't necessarily jujitsu fans. Got it. Got it, says Ben. Um, Got it. Let's go to some questions here. Um, we crushed the question yesterday. You we weren't crushed here, him? we hammered
0: them. Dang it. We had some voicemails. It was good.
1: What was the best one?
0: Uh, what was Pat, Pat made a great point about what the hell was Pat's point? Best two out of three
2: uh, is weird for challenge weird? tournament finals, especially when you don't do it for guys that make it at weights where there's no medalist yeah i didn't i honestly don't
1: disagree with that Um, yeah none of us did no we all we all agreed yeah do we like that our um i i know how i I like it just because it feels more sure but does it make sense to have two two out of three for the to make the team you think so so our 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 feeling was
0: yeah our feeling was uh, there needed, to, there did not need to be a two out of three to make the the final, right? So there's there's one last match to make the team. So no two out of three of series, and so if someone would have say snuck through and got lucky, then they would have to get lucky again in order to make the team. Um, and I, I think that's probably the better thing, right, than having someone uh, hit a hit a big move and get on a team that maybe is not our best option.
1: Right. Um, I think the counter to that would be that. What percentage of the time does the match one winner win at all, or that just win in two straight, and it's just like extra matches for no real reason?
0: Wait, I uh, say so, so, sorry. Say that again.
1: Um, just basically like uh, it does give more assurance. I, I get what you're saying about. Oh, I see what you're saying. How many yeah. times is there a fluke in match one? Um, McKenna, not that
0: probably not that much, Sounds but like a fluke.
1: Well, the, it was flukish in how it.
0: The so match which was, match
1: did you say? I didn't hear it. McKenna Yanni. It was like, uh, really, yeah. maybe not a fluke. It was sort of flukish how the, I mean, Yanni had the match one and then got like Ford, like with yeah, basically yeah. no time left. It's just not replicable. Got it. Yeah, I, th-
0: I think, I think it's, uh, the, and obviously, yeah, it does it happen? Does it happen frequently? I think the answer to that is. No, it doesn't happen frequently, but does it happen? The answer to that is yes.
1: Ben, I'm noticing you need to cut your curl again. I can see that. It's it's hanging down right in the middle. It's right there. I told you, it's so annoying. That is so funny. Yeah. You know, you should cut it live on air. Just just hack that thing off. I had a,
0: I don't have a. uh,
1: I can't believe you don't have like a. Hold on, here we go. You know what I
0: found in my drawer right here? So I, I have this like thing under my computer to make it so it's not too low uh look at mark mark alice gave me this as a wedding gift this uh very sharp knife right here so let's see what we could do oh my
1: gosh <laughs> let's go hey there we go it's ah! a very sharp knife now curl's go. gone Done. gone
0: <laughs> fix look at you you brought it up that was perfect
1: that's great um thanks but it was live on air it is funny how it grows like straight down towards it goes your eyes straight into the middle of my face it's so why does it not annoying. grow up like yeah the rest.
0: that's the one I, there's one I don't
1: know what its deal is it's got issues <laughs> yeah. if you're if you're just listening I encourage you to get on the Spotify app or watch on the site because Ben just uh hacked his hair off with a knife which I gotta say could be a uh, an FRL first I think that's our FRL first haircut first. live on air yeah. Um, gotta be. My name is Jeff says, How come freestyle guys don't go for Greco throws from Parterre? Because you can they grab s- a more. leg and defend they, they step right next to their arms yeah. in Greco and you can't do that. And you could do it in freestyle, but they're just gonna grab your leg and not get throwed. Yeah. That'd be my guess from a yeah. zero time Greco wrestler. Um we did the chance thing um for our smaller high school wrestling programs what should we be focusing on when it comes to developing any drills and techniques we should prioritize to get new high school kids up to speed in the sport is more about patience and trusting the process yeah i
0: would say i mean if you want to i I don't even think techniques the most important there create an environment that kids want to be in show the kids you care about them and uh make yeah make them enjoy it they'll stick around and then once they stick around they love it. you can teach them all the damn technique you want to teach them because they'll they'll love it
1: yep that is important um I, I, I can't get the, these dudes
0: they they love it too much like uh um Monday was it Monday? no I'm sorry it was Wednesday last week and I was trying to come home and see my wife and these dudes wouldn't stop wrestling the practice ended at nine and you know usually if you guys stick around for a few minutes we had like nine guys uh that were still wrestling and i had at 9 30 i had to be like guys you gotta go i gotta go see my wife you guys gotta
1: go <laughs> it's 9 30 you gotta go home and like you know, they freaking love it mm, mm-hmm. so uh one thing i would say you know this is you know if you want right to if you want to advice from a, a small-time wrestling coach at in, in small-town virginia here it comes buckle up but i think the one thing that helps. If you got kids, if you're in a smaller program, that means probably a lot of your wrestlers are starting when they start in high school, right? So the yeah. time to improve, you just got to accelerate that. And one thing that the kids that were good for us, they were doing it basically year-round. And you had to you had to like give them more opportunities because if they're just doing it a couple months of the year and then they're doing other stuff, they're not going to have that rapid growth in in my my experience. They've got to be doing it Pretty consistently. That's not every day, of course, but they're just creating the opportunities for them to get workouts in and drill and work on their skills year round really accelerated their improvement. And that's when I saw guys make the biggest jumps is when they were doing that. So it's, they've got to love it to to want to do that. So to Ben's point, if they're not into it and really have have those goals, and you need to have a conversation with them. I think about their goals and what they want to do, and then map kind of a plan for them for that because some kids really just want to be on a team from november to february and i think that's great too and you shouldn't be like i know i got frustrated when kids did not want to uh commit to to wrestling in a a more extensive way right because Mm -hmm. and i think that was partially probably selfishness on my part but also like me seeing like you see like a lot of potential in a kid or you see like man this kid could be good it's like hard to stop thinking about how good a kid could be at something and then you want them to commit to it to the degree that you want them to but if it's not in them in my experience it's not gonna help um and you can't like guilt them them or bully them or like those type of things it's got to be you can you can
0: gently influence or sway or You know, tell them you believe in them, those type of things. But those other types of behaviors, and honestly, a lot of coaches use them. They'll work when the kids are younger, and sometimes they'll work in the beginning. And then if they do work in the beginning, it will create a more massive backfire because then the kid is going to have this, um, They're going to have this feeling like you made them do something that they didn't Mm -hmm. really want to do. And then it builds up and it builds up and it builds up. And then they're like, I freaking hate you. I'm out of here.
1: Yeah. And also, you know, some kids are not like to, 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 in my mind, like the idea of being a state champion is a really, really cool thing. Or placing at states or qualifying, it's like a big deal. But for some that's like not that interesting or it's like, the kind of idea of it sort of freaks him out the the pressure behind it
2: um yeah uh, interestingly enough i asked jordan burroughs his favorite wrestling memory and he said winning a state championship yeah it's such a pure moment you know it is i uh, yeah it,
0: it, re- it really I would say, is i would say the same thing i, I was surprised he said just winning a state title i would say like the moments where you know it's like these like cresting moments so for like for me it's like state title when the when I earned a college scholarship, when I beat Troy Laird, I knew I knew that was like the match, you know, college title, and then making the Olympic team because it was this moment when it's like all this stuff built up, and then boom, you, you get what you want type of things, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So like, I the- remember
2: exactly what he said, but it was something to the effect of like, at that point, like winning like the NCAA title, and or, like it was like he expected it, or like you know he he knew he had put the work in, but it was something like. Uh, the state title it was maybe it was like what his goal had been since he literally started wrestling yeah
1: that's true it's kind of like one of the first goals that that a lot of wrestlers ever eye right yeah um it's bigger than a bigger than a you can't even conceptualize an ncaa title when you start wrestling probably a lot of kids no no. especially then and and there's and there's almost no way you get there without getting a few other things first (laughs) yeah yeah you're you're not gonna um yeah, exactly right. Um, so yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Keegan goes undefeated with three one 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 as he finishes. Then says only one career loss in his true freshman season. What else would have to do to surpass Kale as the goat? Of college well, wrestling? this would be an interesting
0: discussion. I saw this question. It'd be an interesting discussion.
1: It's basically impossible.
0: Well, but Keegan's first season is is Kale's Paul Jan season. Sure, so I, I think he's already behind is... the
1: eight ball from a, a dominance standpoint, um, which is crazy to think about because yeah, gets pretty yeah, dominant. A, a little, a
0: little bit, but I, I think he can. I think that's obvious. Category he can pick it up on. um I don't know that he could pass Kale, but he can get really close. But that first year. It would be it's. I don't say it's unfair that it counts on his real record, but I mean he was going to redshirt that year for sure. Yeah. Right, he wasn't going to wrestle, and then they made the year like, hey, did not wrestle, and and there's no eligibility issues. So a lot of people wrestled who wouldn't actually have been in lineups, um, and so I think that's you know that that's a big like it
1: wouldn't have been you know, and now it is. I mean, if you want, and if you want to talk about like. What what a red shirt can be. It's interesting how like some kids with a red shirt, it's like they're they're just ready and they don't need it. But like for Keegan, this was a guy that was going to go 57 and literally lost his wrestle off to yeah that year to it Jared moved up JQ's. in like February. I, I mean, think he lost his wrestle off to Jared Jakeus, who has never placed right, and yeah. he placed third that year, Keegan, and he won a national championship the very next year. It's so, like the yeah. development is can for some is really insane
0: and some of these dudes are holding back three times in eighth grade so they're like 17 when they get to be a freshman and that's (laughs) uh you know that's a significant advantage and that's going to harm their development as they get older because they're just not you're not going to have that that 18 19 20 year old period is where significant growth is going to happen um just physical from a physical standpoint right um and a lot of these guys they're hitting that earlier because they are holding back so much there's a lot of guys now uh who are doing two cadet years prior to high school which is um you really have to hold back an extra year usually because generally eighth graders are gonna be either second year school boys or first year cadets right and there's a bunch of these dudes now they're doing two years of cadet and was i've coached 11 years i haven't had one kid who's fallen in that category so it is very highly abnormal that that happens but a lot of kids are doing it, and that's going to harm them later on. Yeah, sorry. Someone you go off a total tangent on a topic I'm passionate about.
1: No, we like tangents. Then you act like that's like it's like what you're here for.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm here for the tangents. Let's go. I still got my knife in my hand. I'm ready. What else? Do we need? <laughs> oh my gosh,
1: love it. Um, someone asked, any non-state champions going to win NCAA? Oh yeah. And J- Jeremiah Forsyth says I'm R. and then I'm looking it up. No, Is I'm not that- on
2: one. I'm, did Imar not win a state he title? He was a California guy, so maybe I'm pretty not. sure Imar
0: won a state title. But I think he I don't did. don't think that one's right. I'm looking it up. Um, I'm I'm, I'm That would be a
1: weird it. pull if it was like I not...
0: know he lost to Anthony Valencia a couple times. Here's but him versus sure Nick Cano, and he won. Imar won that year. Yeah, I thought he did. 2011. But I'm pretty sure... He he got hammered by he as Anthony a couple times. Even i remember the one I remember that was really wild was remember, he got hammered by Anthony even even after his it was after his red shirt season. Yes. and then the next year he'd go on to win NCAA title, but he got beat up by Anthony at the junior trials. Yep,
1: um, high school three time. He's a three time champ. What's this guy in California? <laughs> Dang. I was like, "What is that really true?" No, it's so not true. Jeremiah, not true. Jeremiah, come on, man. Yes, there there are some though. I don't, I can't think. Of Drew any Foster, idea. I, um, James DeRater go. said that in the chat. That's
2: right. Huh,
1: Mitch Clark. What
2: Colin about, Moore um,
1: was, I think. Um, who? Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike Mock might have been because he wrestled in North Carolina, but he was definitely yeah. like. Some of these states where there's
0: one division, um, obviously like, say a Jersey or uh or a New York or those type of California, it is obviously hard to win a state title. So some guys who are really high level don't. But yeah, in North Carolina, they got like seven divisions. Virginia, seven divisions. Like you have to be really, really low level to not win a state title there. Well, I mean, if we're uh, obviously if I we're know for about, division
1: one. For, yes, yes, uh, competing at a high level division one. So even Mike Mock won a, a looks like one title at 2013. 2013. 4A 182. He was 61 and one. Mike Mock was in the streets his senior year, just balling up North Carolinians. <laughs> um, did Caleb make a speech for his fifth grade graduation? No, he did not. There were no there were no speakers. There was a Boy Scout who did like the uh, pres- you know the a, a little flag ceremony, which was cool, All and right. also. They apparently every day they do the pledge allegiance to the flag and they pledge allegiance to Texas. Texas. <laughs> and then so we did the pledges. There you go. But I don't the know the Texas state pledge. So I just stood there like a dummy because I, you know, I don't go. I, I don't know it basically is why I didn't do it. Um So you don't know the Texas state. You're a crappy Texan. State. Do you you're know, about, what? Say it, right know it? Say it right now. I'm not going to say it right now on air, but I know it. He doesn't know it. He doesn't know it, Tyler. Do you know it, producer Tyler? Gotta,
0: I gotta look this up now. Texas State Pledge. I'm just gonna read it, so uh, all of our listeners. The know great state of Texas. Play. The great nation of Texas. The great nation of Texas. Texas State Pledge. I honor the Texas flag. I plead, ple, pledge allegiance to the Texas, one state under God, one indivisible. Uh, that doesn't even proper English.
1: Yeah, it was sort of weird. That's, but that's what it is. Uh, maybe that's a, like wrong. a one-sentence. Or
0: it needs to be more pledge
1: texas pledge
0: i could this came with the understanding that the union would always respect texas's history as a sovereign nation if texas became a sovereign nation i probably would move there (laughs) i'm so legit don't even laugh i'm serious if if you became a sovereign nation within the united states i would move to texas you won't it's well unfortunately it's not going to come it's probably highly unlikely it becomes a sovereign nation but um, if that were to happen, yes, I would. Oh, my gosh.
1: Well, you know what? I was I was all hoping that he would come here and, and uh, you know, get an AWA Austin going and all that. But you know what? Maybe. You know but who's moving to Austin? I don't know. Army Army. Oh, Ben Darmstadt. He's coming Let's home, go. baby. Ben Darmstadt coming to Texas. Now, he's got some fancy job probably because he went to Cornell and is smart and yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: fancy pants.
1: Fancy pants Ben. But he won't forget us hopefully he comes by pays a visit um you, you know
0: what you guys need to get ben Darmstadt into is jujitsu i bet he'd be good oh my jiu-jitsu. gosh he'd be he'd be choking dudes out yeah those long, long limbs. super flexible yeah mm-hmm. plug him in with Danaher.
1: oh my gosh
0: oh yeah i haven't watched uh i don't watch a ton of grappling but i watched some of the the i don't know if they're you'll probably correct me on this but rutolo oh those
1: kids are awesome
0: Bro, they're they're awesome. They killed Gary Tonin and Shinyeoki at one championship last week. But just the the dexterity they have with their legs. Like I was thinking about this. I was actually working out with Jordan Newman yesterday and helping him, one of our guys that he fights MMA now. But like their ability to put their leg in a place. Like, for example, if I want my hand to go here, I can make my hand go here, but my leg is like a very blunt instrument. Like it I can make it kind of go somewhere, but I can't make it go right in there. And they're like, so
1: precise with the way they tuck their legs in places it's freaking amazing they're incredible their jujitsu training predates their like consciousness they like only know a life of training jujitsu and they've done it forever and they've they have this built-in advantage of literally having a savage that they've lived with their entire lives it's the exact same size and basically Genetic makeup, and they just train together. Yeah, they have their, they have videos of them rolling together in the living room, and it's hilarious. It's, you should watch and some of the their moves walls, they did, I was like, holy crap, these kids are like twelve, and like, wow. They they try to kill each other when they train too. They they get in fist fights. They're they are um they're they're obviously really close, but they they also have that crazy okay. competitive. And yeah, they're they're freaks. I mean, he darst Tonin no problem. Uh like in a minute. Yeah, they're very. They're very good. I think I think Ty is going to win the ADCC probably. He's like super young. They're crazy young. But yeah. cool guys. Like them both a lot. They've been cool to work with for the flow staff. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Rutolos on FRL. That's a first. <laughs> um, other questions. Oh, did you did you discuss Chinzo's technical gains at all? I, I said...
0: I said I oh yeah Keith Gavin never wants to tell. That was that was a good callback. Oh, yeah. I think he was tweeted me that. Um yeah, I, I said I didn't really think there was that many technical gains. I think he's already had a uh, always had a wide variety of techniques, he hits, he's got really tricky hips. Um and I the point I made was we haven't really seen him compete all that much in freestyle. I mean, I remember him doing a junior trials like right, how 2014 it, it was in Madison, I believe, right? So it was 2014 or 2015, something like that. Um, and we haven't really seen him that much. So I think that, you know, he's very savvy and intelligent also. So the freestyle kind of plays along with his stuff.
1: Yes. Um, that'd be, that'd be my thought too. Um, yeah. Okay. Who is someone in the NCAA landscape that did not A last year, but could win a national title this year? Well,
2: you'd have to look um, at weights that are clearing out 141 yes. is clearing out. Uh, one
0: forty one. So Show who card. was the who best was non
1: the, AA at one forty one? Let's look Was the it question up.
0: specifically uh they had to compete last year or could we could take injured guys or high schoolers also?
1: I would maybe not take high schoolers, but maybe someone that was red shirting or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna look Our I'm looking the yeah, yeah. All right, I got it. Pulled up here. Okay, so here's who lost in the round of twelve. Stefan Michich, shout out, he's gone. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe stop. We'll see. You never know. Chad Red may be gone. Um, Andrew Alirez. Okay, there it is. That, that's there's there's a good choice right there. Clay Carlson, who on who beat um, he ate the. Can I pick him. Spencer? Yeah. Can I pick Spencer Lee? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? Um, because uh, that's just the rule I just made up. Because it's ridiculous to pick Spencer Lee for this question um fine but he fits the boundaries he does te- the criteria is, is a little broad but yes uh say
0: you know who's a decent option if david carr were to move up because you've talked about that would be based on his rate of improvement and listen there's no great picks in here uh lear's is a solid one ed scott made an insane amount of improvement uh from redshirt year to real freshman year if he does the same thing again and david carr is gone i don't think there's a really evident favorite at 157
1: that is a fantastic choice for sure. Ed Scott made a, made a huge jump. I think him DMPing is uh, got to be a, a disappointing oh, thing.
0: Oh, I know the answer. I know the answer. I know the answer.
1: So excited. Please share.
0: Wyatt Hendrickson. <sighs> he probably will. Duck it, guys. Wyatt Hendrickson. Is this a taser wager? A taser wager. <sighs> oh i got i've already getting tasered once on behalf of Wyatt hendrickson i think that'll be enough <laughs> that's
1: you, you've sacrificed enough for yeah. for wyatt yeah i think he, he's a good one for. no he's not uh um, he's not yeah, he's not a good one because they're
0: still gable's gone but they're still Kirkley and they're still colton schultz and they're still mason Paris. so uh ferrari is another really good one if uh we're allowed to pick injured guys
1: no no,
0: just no. <laughs> Michael Beard.
1: <laughs> Michael Beard. Oh, Michael Beard. Good one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I think Ed Scott and Andrew Alirez and... Uh, did pick. we say any others? They're pretty good ones. That's what I'll go with. Yeah. Okay, so good question there. Uh, Spadey Brayder. Oh, uh,
2: you could have... It's a perfect time to plug Bartlett
1: oh you forgot about your boy I mean, it <laughs> you goes without saying. about your boy it goes without saying I didn't think it needed to be said but if I must say it yes obviously uh Bo Bartlett has a great shot we should do we should do a taser wager I don't want I'm not gonna do this but Bo who places higher next year Wyatt or Bo uh who
0: places
1: higher Wyatt or Bo? Wyatt uh Oh <gasps> I'll I'll put I'll put uh I'll put some ups on it.
0: Okay, i was supposed to push one. Like, I'll say because I'm already getting tased once.
1: i <laughs> getting tased. How much How much electric shock can your hair can t- take? You know what? what Someone told Mister Not Human
0: Newman yesterday. Told me, he said, I ain't no big deal. You're tough. You it deal depends
1: with on the taser. Uh, based on based I on I said that I said that. But you guys are told me you're not gonna try to kill me, so you're not gonna get one of them crazy ass. We're tasers. not gonna get a crazy one. But so, so many people hit me up and are like, this is the worst pain he will ever experience in his life. It is so bad. Really? And That's not what my buddy said. If if it's the, he, these were cops too. They're like, dude, they're so bad. Because they have to get tased, like, you know, with training and all that stuff. And yeah. I think military people probably do too. Have to endure some of that. They're like, it's so bad. Well, but isn't I,
0: it like, um, I mean, I don't know who's tasing me. I believe it's Mark Bader, But can't you like hold the button to continue the electric shock for longer? I'm the... assuming you're not gonna try to shock shock me forever. You're just gonna give me a little zzzz, and then like ha ha ha. Then, yeah, ha, we got you. To make a funny face and poop your pants, and now we're done. Man, I hope we don't blow them up.
2: We should move on to paintball. You oh, get paintball. You know that paint? That's not I, too bad.
0: I had a I had a um, <laughs> scar on my leg for a while from paintball. You know who shot me? Actually, we did this. Uh, Uh, in 2008 i took a whole bunch of missouri guys out to colorado and um we did like a training camp for the olympic trials uh we stayed out there for two weeks just no distractions just wrestling every day and uh one of the days we had a paintball war and michael Chandler and i were the last two in and there we were like we came together and there was this gigantic bush and I was on one side of the bush and he was on the other. And whoever shot the other one, right, one for their team. And we were like trying to get around the bush and to, to shoot the other person. And he got me like right in the thigh and I had shorts on <laughs> and it cut me up bad. And I had a
2: scarf. I don't think I still have a scarf. Let me look. No, no scar there. It was. It we lasted used-
0: for a couple of years though.
2: We used to, uh, we'd go on a team retreat at UNK every year, and we'd play paintball pretty much every year. And we'd always, after we did, like, our normal games or whatever, whoever really wanted to, we'd do Amer- American Revolution. You ever play that where you just stand no. in front of each other <laughs> as a team? You just American Revolution style. You shoot. If you get hit, you go out. If you don't, you just take a step closer. And then it, it boils down to, like, two people just shooting each other a lot from very close range.
1: <laughs> so um, while we're a lot we're, of fun while we're swapping – Listen to Tracy Pyle's idea. We came home for Christmas one year, so he created this like deadliest game obstacle course for Caleb, where I had to like run through all this stuff in front of Caleb, and he would shoot me. That was the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had to that run through all this awesome. stuff, and he got nailed. I got. That
2: sounds like a very fun yeah, game. Yeah, for it him, like would so love to participate. I was running for
1: my life. I got nailed so many times. <laughs> sounds awesome. Yeah. Tape it next time. I had a bruise on my uh, my buttocks. Where he nailed me. It's okay. He had a great time. It's all about the kids, you know. All about the kids. Uh, My dad's a sick, sick individual. He took way too much (laughs) pleasure in that. Um. Okay. I think. I think we did the show. Oh wait. To Ben, why are there not headlocks or throws from the clinch in UFC when guys are up against a cage? A lot of over under. I think landing a throw would give you excellent side control. Oh, there's no. No. I mean, I've done it a couple
0: times, but there's generally not enough pressure off the fence,
1: right? Because you're
0: pushing back, you're pushing in them into the fence to try to control them. And, and there's not enough push back, right? Because the guys aren't gonna press right off the cage, right? They're gonna try to pummel in and get some type of position, and then move off the cage. And so they're just it's just not there. Mm. That's yeah. just your opinion, though. Well, I mean, no, it just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't happen. I mean, you can watch you can watch fights, right? It just doesn't happen really at all.
1: Yes. Well, there you go, Hawavi. There's your answer mm-hmm. from UFC fighter Ben Askren. Oh, yeah. Okay, fun show today, boys. Yes. This was great. Next we, week we'll we have a final exit junior trials. Let's go. I'll be out Thursday, but here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're we're doing something, but not here. <laughs> I'm pointing down like we're gonna be here. Not gonna be. We're gonna be in Stillwater. Tyler, the producer's got a plan.
0: the junior plan. trials this, uh, so the, uh, no, this is Friday. The junior trials are Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. Yep. Get some. Right.
1: Are you going to that? I'm going to go on Saturdays, the U23 stop? I'm going to that. I'll right. See you there. Wow. So, see you guys there. We'll see you guys next Tuesday for FRL. We hope you have a great, hey, happy Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy. Spend some time. Thank you to all those who have served, and we'll be back Tuesday. Thank you so much. Have a good one.